Hello, welcome to my podcast. My name is Tiernan, and I have some questions for you people listening. How do you approach life? How do you make the best out of it? Do you have dreams? Do you need money for your dreams to happen? But can money change a person, though? These are some of the questions that I have from reading the book A Raisin in the Sun by Lorraine Hansberry. Maybe some of you have already heard about this book, or have already read it, or maybe you've even seen a play. But if you haven't, that's okay. I'll explain. So basically, it's a play about a black family living in Chicago around the 1950s, 1960s. And if you know your history, during this time, the housing was really racist. And it wasn't only in Chicago, unfortunately. The neighborhoods were very segregated. There were sections that were mainly black and mainly white. And it wasn't only and it wasn't only African Americans, it was also Asians, Hispanics, Native Americans. But since the setting of the play is in Chicago, I'm mainly gonna stick with the African Americans and whites. So the African Americans were cramped in the south side of the Chicago area where many were living in poverty and with poor health care, poor housing conditions. Now that doesn't mean they can't move. But the speculators made it really hard for them on purpose to move into what a white neighborhood where living conditions were better. So, now that you know the history behind the story, I can move on. So, throughout the book, there are motifs of money, happiness, meaning in life, and dreams. So, I interviewed my mom while in the car, questions based off of these. So, now my mom is a really good person to talk to for advice, and I honestly got a lot of good points that I believe are important. However, I can't share all of it because it would make this podcast too long. It's believed that everyone has a purpose in life. Now that can be difficult to figure out or even knowing how to pursue meaning in life. I mean, I tried answering this myself and I couldn't really come up with anything. Um, However, my mom did have an answer right away. She says, by being honest, truthful, we all slip and fail. Like sometimes we have a bad day, a bad moments really crabby and cranky. We say and do things that are really not maybe our character, and I've learned how to let go and not feel guilty about it, because 99% of the time, I try to be a good person and be my best for others and be as honest as I can. And I find this a really good answer, being the best person you can be. I'm pretty sure we have all heard this phrase before, but being the best person you can be, you can feel good about yourself. Think about it. An example is accomplishing a goal or helping others um, puts you in a good mood, right? Now, that doesn't always mean you're going to be the best version of yourselves. You can't be up and happy all the time, she pointed out. There are ups and downs in life. There are times when you will lash out, and everyone does. But that's why you try to find happiness. It relates to other positive things. It relates to when you're happy, you're going to attract people. You're going to be love into your life. You're going to bring up positive tributes, according to her. And I learned from her that that's one of the ways you can deal with negativity, is by reaching out um, to that positivity that you have in your life. You're better off in life if you just approach it with a positive attitude, she said. (laughs) I think this quote is going to stick with me forever. Not only does it sound wise, I mean, it is wise, but I now know how I should live life. Being negative is only going to push people away from me because no one wants to deal with it. No one wants to be around around someone who is always putting others down or themselves down. If one is always bitter, then they don't realize the good things in life. 
I also asked her if there were any other ways to deal with negativity, and she replied, getting outside and just walking or getting into nature. And at first I was like, huh? Really? But then when I actually stopped and thought about it, it made me realize it's actually true. I love hiking and riding my bike. Sometimes even just walking clears my mind and relaxes me. I forget all the stress I have from homework, this virus, how it's affecting me, others, work for after-school activities. But by going outside, I can reconnect with myself and reboot. Then I moved on to the subject of money. I asked her if it, I asked her if it was important, and she answered, "Yeah, it is. I hate to say it, but it is." I asked her on a scale of one to ten of how much she values it, and she said nine, nine if not ten. And this surprised me because, in my opinion, money is not that important in life. If I were to scale it, I would put, I would put it around like a five or lower, because going back to happiness, reaching out to positivity. Is more important, but this made me consider the basic needs that you need in life: shelter, food, and water. You need money for that. Even my mom said that it can buy you comfort in life. For me, I believe money can change a person in a bad way, but it can be in a good way. However, I think of it more in a negative connotation because I see that happening the most. It can cause someone to be greedy and turn them into a brat, even because they're always expected to be given something. My mom elaborated on this, saying, "When you think when you want too much of it, you get up and thinking of the things you don't have instead of appreciating the things you do have." However, there is a positive side to having more money than others. When your needs are satisfied and you're like, you know, I have what I need. I'm in a place where I can give to others and give them a leg up, a boost up," said my mother. And I agree with this because there are some people who are struggling all around the world. There are so many people who are living in poverty or homeless, and always having a hard time to survive. Because really, you do need money to live an easy life in this world. So now this made me question: Can money buy you dreams? Do you need money for all dreams? And she said, "Depends on the dream." I thought the same thing. Examples I can come up with right now are: if your dream is to travel somewhere, then you need money for transportation. But if you want to, I don't know, find love, then that doesn't have anything to do with money. I want to quickly go over something that my mom said. If my dream is to live the best life that I possibly can, that's a thing. That has nothing to do with money. Well, for the most part. Ninety percent of what we do is mental, and then ten percent of just active, and doing, and just the external. Ninety percent about anything is internal. This makes me think more. It's true we think like a lot. We think a lot. I mean, our brain is sending messages to the rest of our body to make a move. However, I don't really know if that's mental. But we do a lot of external too. But how? Okay, you you see the challenge is. How can you measure what is internal and external? There's so much of both. You know, I'll figure this out later in life. <laughs> what I can draw from this conversation I had with my mother is that overall, there will be bad things in life. 
but there will be good things. It's important to accept that there is both and live life with a positive point of view. It's okay to be upset, but you will want to overcome that. And that is why you need to surround yourself with positive things like friends and family, things we do to relax. Everybody in this world is different and they will handle the amount of money they get differently. Some will spend it all on themselves or on others who really need it. Maybe even at some point it is us who really need money. But it's important to remember when we're in that situation, we, it's that what we already have is special. I hope you all learned something like I did from this conversation and thank you for listening.